that I got works. dibs on the floaty. Okay. I'll be your floaty. <laughs> oh my god. That's hot. Welcome back, OnlyFams. Happy Fantastic Friday! From your favorite foursome. <laughs> I can't top any of those. Where we co-parent with a twist. Yeah, yeah. Swear to me. What did you say? Batman stuff. Oh. <laughs> First try. <laughs> like, you lost me. We've gotten a few messages asking why we don't just pre-record our intro because our outro is pre-recorded. Oh, yeah. Because we say the same things every week, but I feel like we have different energy every week so Agreed. that we can't record the intro. We got to, you know, no, switch it up every week. It sets the vibe. Like, you can't have, like, a sad-ass episode and then have an upbeat <laughs> intro every time. Like, yeah. it's got to flow exactly. with the episode. You got to catch my vibe. Yeah, it's got to be different every time. That makes yeah. it fun. Yeah. It's like, how you feeling today? Who's the asshole today? Yep. It's because we're not trying to catfish you on the first 10 seconds, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, OnlyFans. Today's a sad episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today is a highly requested episode. We're going to talk about money. Mula mula. Ching ching. Insert Chris. Insert. Oh, wait. Insert no, dollar stop. bills? No, I was going to say insert the cashier. Ching ching. Oh. But then I just said insert Chris. <laughs> I stopped. I mean. I don't. I, don't is it, I mean, if that's what you're into. Dude. Are we Are we against this? I just mean that. Ching ching. All we need is a stage and <laughs> a pole. I mean, We're, couple, whoa! A couple ones. You could fit a pole in a here. A couple. I'll do it for the right person. Amber, what about a swing? She's onto something, Maybe. babe. Swing. S- we've talked about this. <laughs> your room. I mean, it's, it's pretty re- big. You rearranged things, mommy. Why are room. there hooks in your ceiling? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, I hang clothes to dry there. <laughs> Daddy hangs mommy to dry. Stop! That was not okay. <laughs> We had someone one time say how um, they how were having kids listen to the ep- or not kids but teens listen to the episode. Yeah, like young people. Until until we started cussing, we we need to make this very clear. This is not meant for kids. No. no. If you're a child right now, click off. If you yeah. have children nearby, plus. yes, eighteen. Yeah, like sixteen plus, I would say. Eighteen. Like, eighteen. God. Legal adult. You need to be okay. a legal adult. Yeah. I we, mean, all of our episodes are labeled explicit, explicit. and some so. episodes might not be as explicit. But naturally, I feel like that's how we talk. So it's going to come out anyways. I'm not going to steal the slogan, but expect the unexpected. I love that big brother (laughs) right there. Oh, yes. Uh, Yes. No. Yeah. We're. Yeah. That's just prepare yourself. This is very. This is not just fam. This is not fresco fam. This is adult business only. This isn't even just Jess. This is worse <laughs> yeah i don't know about not worse not <laughs> worse but like i mean we talk it's just adult content more. not yeah. not in a sexual way just we're talking about i mean sometimes well, in a sexual way <laughs> sometimes <laughs> i mean that's why it's we just talk a like podcast that. like children and young people who shouldn't be listening to this typically don't listen to podcasts so that's why right. this is not on like that's instagram or or youtube yet yet but it'll be age restricted if it's on YouTube. Let me tell you that. This is like this podcast is basically you mother. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is basically like if the four of us went out to a restaurant, we're sitting at the bar. So like if you're exactly. not if you're not 21, click off. Yeah. Well, how did we go from 16 to 18 to 21? <laughs> I don't know. No. 
18's if, fine. If you can't sit at the bar, go away. Okay, no, yeah. Yes. But he you can sit at the bar if you're 18. Yeah. You can? You just can't yeah, drink. you just can't drink. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, if you're 18, you can stay. You All can right. Hang. You can hang. Established. Our point is, is that uh, this is just how we talk with each other. Like, we're not, this is literally how we Uncensored, talk with each other. Uncensored. Yeah. Unfiltered. We're, uh, yeah, we're not censoring ourselves. We so. don't filter ourselves on the podcast. I'm still censoring myself. Gabe still does, because he just doesn't like cussing on and yeah like he i mean he will in person on occasion i don't know what you're talking about but he just he likes people to think that he doesn't flashback to seventh grade and i said shit or something at school and gabe was there i don't even think i was like with you yet and you were pissed at me it may it might have been eighth grade he got so like that might have been our first fight you got so mad that i said the word (laughs) it's a bad word <laughs> proceeds to knock me up as a teenager <laughs> all right so are we done rambling yeah sure gabe take it away so today's topic Do you need a sound know. effect is that what you're waiting on <laughs> how we make money from social media and youtube yes we have a little list of questions faqs that we're gonna go over i sell feet pics he does not <laughs> that i know okay of. guys she does not know <laughs> stay in the dms stay quiet subscribe stay quiet. to chris's only fans for those hairy toe pics <laughs> oh, i shaved the little one ew okay we're gonna change things up we're gonna have we gave the questions to the boys because naturally i don't mean to shade you guys but amber and i have a little bit more experience on the how the, the business social media yeah mm-hmm. social media side of things work and you guys know a lot about it, so you can chime in too. But you guys ask the questions, and then Amber and I will take it away. All right. Question number one. How long did it take <laughs> before you made money? <laughs> okay. I can. Um, I know exactly when I started making money at all, right? Dollar signs at all. It was actually right when Lily was born because at the time – and don't quote me on this stuff because I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like the monetization thing was new still. And I could be totally wrong with this. But when I started doing YouTube, I didn't even know that you could make money off of it. I had no idea, not a single clue. And I definitely didn't know that you can make a living off of it. You know what I mean? And I definitely didn't until a lot later down the line. So I started making videos like right when I got pregnant with her. So it was like eight weeks pregnant. And it was June of 2010 that I got approved. No, no, no. Because back then you had to be invited to the partner program. I remember that. That's what it was. Yeah. So I got invited to be in the partner program, which is how you make money on YouTube. You have to be part as it was like a partner with with YouTube. That's mm-hmm. why they call it, right? Now anybody can apply once you hit like the threshold, which back in the day there was no threshold. You just and that was that's actually a fairly new thing. The threshold. Is it like a thousand? They changed it. It was. I, it used to be 10,000, I believe. I thought it was five. It might have been five. Don't. I don't remember. <laughs> I, I signed up for YouTube in 2016, and my memory is garbage. I know. Same. I feel like we're very... Google it. We're yeah. like, here, we're going to tell you It's between 1,000 and 10,000 <laughs> that you have to have the, before you could... But it's also... It's not just that. It's also how many views you have. It's yeah. how many combined views. So there's a there's a threshold. There's a minimum of how many people watch your videos, how many subscribers you have, how many minutes watched, I believe, before you can apply for the partner program. So, but back in the day, back when I started, which was 2009, in 2010, I got invited to be in, as a, a part of the partner program. And I've, I'm pretty sure it was like June 2010. It was right around the time that Lilia was born. 
And before you get paid, you have to make $100 for them to write you a check. Mm-hmm. And it definitely took me a few months to make that $100. Because <laughs> I was at the time, I was just making one video a month. Or not a month. One video a week. And it was, I don't even know. It was definitely not getting a lot of views. Maybe a couple just hundred. Enough. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure. So that's like the first part of the an- the answer I guess is that when I actually started making money was about a year into it a little less than a year into it but when I started making a living like an income Mm -hmm. to where I was like okay made money and then I started making decent money and then I made a living let's go there okay so I started making money off of it June 2010 I started making decent money off of it I'd say probably when the twins were babies honestly what changed it for me was um when Richard cheated on me (laughs) That video like went viral. I think that was my first one of my first viral videos was that video of me crying in bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I cringe at that video every time. So that one went viral. And then at that, I uh, had more regular viewers. And so that's when I started making a decent living. So that's when I was and obviously I was making money that whole time. But this, that's when it was like, whoa, I was able to pay my college tuition, pay for food for my child children at that time and pay my mom rent and still have a little bit of comfort money. So that's kind of where I was at there. And then it wasn't until um, Chris and I got together when he quit his job. No, that's why you quit your job was because. Right. um, You you know, what really changed it for me was the sponsorships. As soon as I started getting sponsorships, that's when it was like, whoa, okay, we should actually focus on this more. So it really wasn't. That's when YouTube really started getting recognized as a platform. No, I disagree. No. Yeah, no, it was definitely like before that. But that's when we really started to pick up like as a channel. That's it was as soon as I hit 500,000 subscribers from 500 and up, things went really fast, really quickly. But to get to 500,000, I feel like took forever. It was like struggle. It was like nine, eight or nine years to get to that point. And then once I hit that point, I kind of exploded. And then naturally, you know, there's more income with that. And it wasn't until I think when like around the time that Chris and I got together that I really started taking it seriously. Remember, we did it three days a week instead of one once a week. So I started doing the three days a week. That helped a lot, I think. And then I went to five days a week. And that was when when I went to five days a week is when I said, okay, maybe we should consider like making this a career. That's when YouTube, maybe that's what you're trying to say, Chris, is that that's when it was more. What's the right word? Like it was viewed it was acceptable to have it as a career. Right. It was like a job. Maybe not acceptable because some people still think it's not a job. Yeah. Which I beg to differ. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, because really it's a brand. You're creating a brand. Whether you want that to be on a pair of pants or you want it to be a YouTube channel, like you're creating a brand. Right. So, um, yeah, that's when I really started to like focus on building my brand and realizing that I could really make this, you know, a living, like a full living and focus on it full time was when we went five days a week. So, does that answer the question? That was a really long answer. That was pretty, I, I, that was pretty I, thorough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you've answered more than enough. Okay. I think we can move on. Or well, do you no, have Amber, say Amber? Yeah, I want to hear Amber's. So we started in 2016, and I've never really been very consistent. I mean, I did like Vlogmas for the first time last year, right? And then, yeah. no, the year Two before. Years ago. Two years oh, yeah. ago, that was like my very first time being consistent. And then I was not consistent again and then consistent again for Vlogmas. And then now I'm more consistent than I ever have been. But I don't really, I don't remember when I started making money off YouTube because it was never a lot. It's still not that much. Right. I don't know if people like assume that for me it's a lot, but it's not. I mean, I'm only at like 69,000 
subscribers, I think. And my video views kind of like vary. They're different. Each one is different. But I do like I make enough to like pay my car payment and pay the bills that I have to pay. But like at this point in our YouTube journey, Gabe is still the sole provider. And I think that you have a good point there with consistency because obviously like when you do Vlogmas, the thing, and this is why this topic is so hard to talk about because CPM is what matters. So that's how much you get paid per 1,000 views. In December during Vlogmas, you want to know why everyone's doing Vlogmas is because yep. our CPM is skyrocketing yeah. during Vlogmas. Everybody wants to put their ads out. They want people to buy their stuff, you know, because it's Christmas time. So mm -hmm. naturally around things like that, people get paid more money. So I'm just going to be totally transparent with you guys. I <laughs> hope you guys respect that because <laughs> that's true when you when you vlog. And then just like you said, like staying consistent, the consistent views, mm -hmm. it's hard to rely on a, a certain amount of money coming in if it's not, you know. If you're if, not consistent. If it's not. Yeah, and not, and not even just that year because you've been consistent too, but like to not know exactly, like you, you kind of have to know, I think for it to – be worth it is when you know that okay I know on every video I'm gonna get at least this yeah which for me is still kind of hard right because I just barely started becoming more consistent right and I am seeing like a certain amount each video but like I do want to stay consistent and like put more content out there because I enjoy putting content out there you've it's, been doing great yeah it's fun I mean it's fun for me and then and you're definitely good like you're there I think you're finally like you're like I can tell you're committed and you're views show that yeah and your quality I think has gotten so much better than since yeah. the beginning yeah I've learned a lot of tips from Jessica but that's a whole nother video <laughs> just okay. the tip though just I'm, the tip. I'm always here for you yeah there. we have a she's given me a lot of tips and we have a list that we're gonna we're gonna make a whole separate episode about tips for like YouTube and social media yeah um but she has definitely helped me out a lot I mean she's a reason I even started a YouTube channel she talked me into it. I was our hype woman. And I was like, oh, I don't know how it's going to be. And like, I was never consistent until recently. recently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. But definitely th there's, so when you say like, when you talk about money, there's so many different things. It's, you know, there's AdSense, there's sponsorships, mm -hmm. there's sponsorships for other platforms. Yep. So when someone says like, how much money do you make off of YouTube? Well, what do you mean? Yeah. Because <laughs> AdSense is not as much as people think it is. Right. Yeah. It just all depends. It it, it varies greatly between the creators. It's not just one person. Like it's not everybody gets paid the same amount. No. Per a thousand views. It varies dramatically yeah. between creators. Everybody's CPM is different. Yeah. And and, and it, ours differs every day too. Yeah. Every day it's a different amount. Mm -hmm. I'll log on and one day it'll be this and the next day it'll be like $2 more. And I'm like, yeah. what? And then it'll be $5 less. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So it just changes constantly. How do sponsorships work? Is it a flat fee? Is it commission? Is it percentage? Yeah, so every one is different. So for for my experience with sponsorships, when I started, it's okay, I'll just say for 90, I would say like for 96% of the sponsorships, it's a flat fee. No, mm -hmm. take that back. 99% of the sponsorships, <laughs> it's a flat fee, flat fee basis. So they say, I'm going to pay you X amount for this and that could be Instagram that could be YouTube that could be and it is they have it's like a real thing like they write up a contract and they tell you okay you have to talk about this for 65 seconds mm -hmm. or for three minutes and they'll sit there and they'll time you and they tell you here's much, the guidelines exactly here's what you have to say here's what you can't say exactly here's it, what you cannot wear hence yep. my new wardrobe <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good point, too, because that's one thing that the boys have had to do because yeah. the boys don't have as much. I think you guys know a lot about it just because of hearing us right. talk about it. It's it's like a smaller role, but there's still quite a bit of involvement. You know, you're still like 
like in the background you're doing something you know there's some kind of involvement of seeing what you're wearing and depending on depending on who's sponsoring a video too it varies so greatly some of them well okay for pretty much for all of them you can't have logos shown Mm -hmm. so that's a thing like you can't have a van shirt some of them it's just only for that portion of the video some of them are extremely strict and they don't want you even talking about thinking about mentioning or doing anything that's even I had a brand one time um it was for a toy and in the background I had <laughs> like a recognizable toy that didn't have a logo. It must've been like a Barbie or something. And it didn't have a Barbie logo, but it was a Barbie. And they made me blur the Barbie in the background. Cause you could recognize what it was. Dang. So most of them are not that much or not that bad, but I've never dealt with a, a brand. that's very picky. It's the bigger ones. They're, I haven't dealt mean. with bigger brands. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I, I'm not going to name anything. Cause I don't know if I'm allowed to, but yeah, for 99% of the sponsorships it is a flat fee basis. So they'll say like my most common one, for example, would be I'll pay you X amount for a one to two minute integration on YouTube. Yep. That's it, the most common. I feel like I think that's the most, pro- that's or the most a common. three frame Instagram story yep. or an, one Instagram post. Exactly. Usually. Hit the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much always either that or a combination of that. Yep. Or that that's what it is. So it's pretty much always a one to two minute sponsorship. And then they'll up it for like a three Instagram story with a swipe up link and you have to hashtag ad and there's FTC compliances. And mm-hmm. anyway, so yeah, to answer your question, flat fee, there's very few ones that are commission based. And usually if they are commission based, it is also a flat fee with it. So well, because commission's not upfront pay, is it? No, commission is like however many you sell. Yeah, it's long term. Yeah. However well, many like items you sell that you're promoting, you get a percentage of that. Right. Yeah. That's what commission is. Yeah. And typically with... And there's a lot of influencer people, like if they have a product and they'll send it to you, they'll have you work, they'll have you give you commission for those sales. Oh, like if people use your link to purchase the item, you get a percentage of that sale. Oh, I didn't even talk about affiliate links. That's the other way. I guess a lot of, um, I learned this recently, a lot of like Instagram moms, that's how they make a big chunk of their money is through affiliate links, which I don't have a lot of at this point. I don't have a lot of experience with that. I do. I definitely do affiliate links sometimes for Amazon and stuff. But for the majority of the time, it's just a flat fee basis. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by Usual Wines. Each bottle is 6.3 ounces, a heavy pour, or about a glass and a half of wine. This is real wine by the glass as usual. Because of the single serve format and bottle design, that means no more pouring wine down the sink when you don't want to finish the bottle. Oh, that's so good. I hate wasting wine. Usual is always fresh. No more flat, bubbly, or stale rosé. The wines are low carb and have zero grams of sugar. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have Usual Spritz, a low-alcohol, low-calorie wine spritzer that is made of sparkling wine and guava juice. Each serving just has 83 calories. Go check out their website at www.usualwines.com and make sure to use our discount code FAMTASTIC for $8 off your first order and try your first glass on us. Cheers. All right, on to the next. So people are wondering like what websites you use for sponsorships or how you go about it. How to find them. And that's an Amber question. Yes, that is me. Because when I had started YouTube, obviously I was a smaller creator. I'm still a smaller creator. So like all of the brands and stuff that want Jessica to work for them, work for them. How would yeah. you that? Um, rep- Partner. 
partner with them or collaborate. collaborate. All, collaborate. Of the, all of I can't talk. <laughs> all of the brands that like want to collaborate with Jessica, like she's a way bigger influencer than I am. So I have to look. Most of mine I've had to find on my own. So like for Jessica, she's a bigger influencer. So they contact her through my manager. Yes. Yeah. For me, I've had to find a lot of sponsorships on my own. So some things that I would do is I would type out a like professional email and I would search up companies that I wanted to work with that I thought my following would enjoy and that I would enjoy. And so I would, this is when I first would do it. I would first like email companies and, and tell them like, Hey, I run this Instagram account, this YouTube channel, and I really love your product, yada, 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 like business emails. So yeah. a lot of times I did that and not everything was paid at first. Sometimes it was like, Free I'll send you a product to promote. And then if it does well, then maybe we'll do a paid campaign. That's how it first started. And then I started finding websites where influencers can apply for campaigns. And I'm not sure like how many followers that you have to have to sign up for these websites. I don't think it's that much. I think that you can have a pretty low amount and apply. Um, Don't hold me to that. But I'm pretty (laughs) sure that you can have a pretty low amount to apply. And then you can look at sponsorships and apply to sponsorships. So the two websites that I primarily use, even to this day, even right now, I I use them still. And I have a manager at this point. Um, But that came later on. Right. Um, So I use Aspire IQ, A-S-P-I-R-E, IQ.com. And then I also use GrapevineVillage.com. So those are the two where there's different companies that post, like, what they want. They want a YouTube video or they want this or they want that. And you could apply for those and then they'll reach out to you and if there's negotiation that needs to go on then that all happens within those two websites is famebit still a thing because i used, to I do used famebit. famebit too yeah i used I to actually, use that no i i don't think it's not a, i don't think it's a thing anymore i think youtube bought it i'm not sure yeah but i i did something. exist i used to use famebit also and grapevinevillage.com used to be grapevinelogic.com. Oh, But okay. they just changed the name. Right. So, but yeah, I used to use Famebit too. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, I, I did get bought out towards, I don't even think it's a website anymore. I have no idea. <laughs> you have to Google that. But um, I definitely remember looking on there before. But for, for me, um, so, well, Amber and I both have a manager. Yes. We have the same manager. The same manager. <laughs> and she got, talked me into signing on. And she actually covers, our manager covers most of the family vloggers in our circle too i would mm-hmm. say and other ones as well and she is the bomb.com she, she is. is amazing i was going to add into that i remember back when we decided to do this full-time before you even had a manager you know companies would reach out to you and we actually reached out to a couple companies where you would have something like typed out and yeah you know like you were kind of your own manager and it was actually very difficult to land some of these sponsorships oh yeah by yourself it definitely is a manager is not an mcn so there's two this is so complicated you have to have some kind of knowledge to kind of follow along with this but um so i have a i do have a manager amber and i both have a manager Mm -hmm. um like she touched on a little bit there even though she does do she she does a lot of work to get some of her she'll like you'll email people and yes i still do that to this day she's awesome hire amber as your manager (laughs) (laughs) i contact a lot of companies so yeah and so that's one way to do it but when you get a manager it's good and it's bad it's good because they have connections to people you don't have connections to bigger brands too bigger brands um which can a lot of time mean one thing one benefit that i found with having a manager is that they kind of know what you're worth whereas 
before you just guess you're, you're like, guessing how much that you much should be paid for this or that yeah yeah that's the hardest I remember asking you when I first started I'm like yeah how much do I even ask Right. Like, how much do I charge? Like, because I, you have no, I have no idea. Brands will ask, what's your rate? And you're like, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I remember that was our biggest discussion at every night. You're, like, you'd get an email in and they're like, what's, what's your rate? And like, Before I had Babe, a what do we, what do we say? Yeah. One jillion dollars. One jillion. Always negotiate, though. Yeah. Yes. If, if a company emails you back a price, go higher. <laughs> yes. And if they don't accept right. it. That's fine. That's fine. Always try. It, Don't give yeah. up. Yeah. Try no, to I'm... try to get them to get you an offer first. Don't put your rate out first. Yeah. Right. Let and them offer you something first. That's the other thing I was going to say with the manager, though, is that she takes 20% of your cut. Yeah. And that's pretty standard from everybody that I've talked to is if you have a manager, they do take 20% of it. So, yeah, you're making more money. So, you kind of have to weigh it out. Is it worth it? For me, it was because I got significantly more amounts of sponsorships. Yeah. For yeah, more want, price, like do you want price, a hundred percent of nothing or twenty percent of something. Right, exactly. And honestly, she does a lot of work, so I feel like she totally deserves the twenty percent. She does. She reaches out to. She does. Like for me, like I'm smaller, so sometimes like it's more difficult for me to for them to find me sponsorships because um, sometimes companies only want to work with like bigger. Like I th- feel like a a good threshold is like a hundred thousand. Right. That's what they look for, and I'm like I'm so close. <laughs> right. But like so that's why like. I still primarily look for sponsorships on my own. Like, yes, right. I do have the management. So I get sponsorships from both sides, from like myself finding sponsorships and also the management finding me sponsorships too, which I can do because our manager is not, there's no exclusivity. Yeah. So we can still reach out and find stuff on our own and not go through the company. Right. Um, which sometimes is, is good because you don't have to pay that 20%. Exactly. Like you're getting, you're getting paid the full amount. But sometimes it's harder to find that on your own because the manager knows how to negotiate negotiate and who to talk to and stuff. So what exactly does your manager do? So, yeah, that's another question is so we're talking so much about managers mm-hmm. is that um, so there's an MCN, which is different from a manager. MCN is like someone who looks over your channel and they're supposed to help you. I've never signed with an MCN. I personally think they're a ripoff. I know some people have good experiences They They tend to help your CPM, stuff like that. That's what I've heard. So I've never actually signed with one. So I don't have any, I don't know about that. I do have a manager. What a manager does is purely pretty much helps you with sponsorships. So mm-hmm. she has an, she has access to my business email and she will go through all of my emails. So if you guys email my business email, I won't even see it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so it goes sorry. to the managers. It goes to the managers and, um, and they read it and they reply and they kind of do that thing because uh, you get to a point where like if, if you want to talk to me comment on my Instagram <laughs> like that's yeah. where I'm gonna see you because on on there it's just strictly business pretty much and they'll go through and man, there's a lot of spam yes emails so she manages all of that and then she'll negotiate she'll also reach out to other contacts that she has through other people as well so it's really important to have a good manager if you're gonna have a manager but yeah and the good thing is too is like when they find sponsorships, they'll like reach out and be like, hey, are you interested in doing this? So it's not like we accept everything that's thrown at us. Oh, hell no. <laughs> I feel like I've denied more. Same. Um, But they do that. Like they'll say, hey, like, are you interested in this? And then you'll we would reply like, yeah. Or like, what are the posting requirements? Like, what do they want us to do? I have had <laughs> so many offers and I'm just like, that is not relevant to my brand at all in any way yeah. shape or form for one for two I don't even know how I could make that into like I'm not the kind 
I think, well, I know definitely we aren't. I think most, I don't know, most people that I watch are not like that. They're also the, yeah. the same way is that you do not accept everything that comes your way. No. <laughs> you cannot you're going to accept things that you're going to use. Yes. Accept things that either you think that you'll use or things that people might actually be interested in. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I don't necessarily always accept something that I would use. But if I do think it's a cool product that other people would use, then I would take that as well. So I want to add in too, you're, you're speaking on keeping your brand and your channel relevant to you and your followers. Right. I believe that there are people that do accept everything that comes their way and they don't you know, I mean, I think so too. So, Probably. You, so in the best interest of your growth and to stay relevant, to keep people interested, you should only promote things that you would actually use or use like that seriously actually, consider, yeah. you know, recommending to people. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like There's... don't, don't just do it for the money. No. And, I, and you know, we've done a couple of things like that where it's like, eh, I'm not doing that one again. Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> my advice to people who are like influencers out there is look into the brand that you're working with before you yep. accept it. Cause mm-hmm. I learned that the hard way. Yeah. I did one, one time for a company and apparently it was a controversial company and I had no idea. And I had heard of the company. I had probably even used it before, but I had no idea that it had such a bad rap. I had no idea. And then people told me and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm absolutely not. I actually ended up taking it down and canceling the contract because I would never want to promote something that I didn't think was actually a good product or yeah. a good brand. And that's important. So definitely do your research. That was a good point, Amber. We do not accept. No. Maybe, yeah, I wanted to make that clear. Maybe half. Like, yeah. People that, think that if like when we have sponsored posts, like like we talked about before, AdSense money compared to sponsorships typically you make more on sponsorships than you do with AdSense. But again, that's based on your, yeah, yeah. it depends on your CPM, how active you are. So most money is made through sponsorships. I think that when most people see an influencer posting a sponsorship, they're like, oh, again, again, like another one. Oh, they're just taking everything. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not true, but that is how the majority of influencers get paid yeah is through sponsorships and if you if you guys could just i know you don't like it you don't even have to read it but if you could just like it and move on with your life <laughs> leave a little emoji swipe up on that story like it really does that because we actually have to after it posts we have to send over the analytics and we yeah. have to show the brand what the feedback was how many people viewed it how many people swiped up on the link how many people liked commented all of that stuff and so that affects our rates it does so good so it too helps. is if, if your manager is good, they'll proactively reach out to a company that you've worked with with a good experience and be like, hey, do you have anything for, you know, my client or whatever? I've definitely asked Tracy before, which is my manager. I've definitely told her like, hey, can you see if they'll do a brand deal with me? Because I really like this. Yes. <laughs> and I really want to give people a link or a code yeah. or something. So that's one of the main reasons I like to take brand deals is that it, they, a lot of time they give you like 15% off 30% yeah. off like that's that shit's legit like, like I yeah. just did a vanity planet I love vanity the toothbrush planet. the elements sonic toothbrush and so I had one for myself and I liked it so much that I used my code to buy Gabe and my dad one because <laughs> they both wanted one and it was such a good price I and love like, that toothbrush after you brush your teeth it literally feels like <laughs> You just got out of the dentist. I swear. Yeah. So, and so my dad's like, oh, I want one. And Gabe's like, I want one too. And I was like, I got a link for you. <laughs> Lucky you. See, that's the good thing. It's like if you promote something that you know people will actually use or that you'll use, mm-hmm. like it benefits right. so many people. It's easier yeah. to talk about too, like in a video. Like if it's something that you don't 
like or you're not interested in, it's you're not going to be motivated. Like it's it's going to suck. Yeah. yeah. So if it is a product that you like, you know, like the toothbrush or a toothpaste yeah. and you're like, wow, like I actually do use this every day, you know, it's going to come off as more genuine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And it's like a whole process too. If you have a sponsored video, like, trust me, we're not just doing it for the money. That shit is hard. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I want to say it's hard work, but it sometimes it is so tedious because this is how it works. So the manager reaches out to you and says, Hey, I have this deal, this amount of money. This is what they want. Do you want to accept it? We think about it. We say yes or no. If we say yes, goes back to the brand. They go back or goes back to the manager. The manager talks to the brand. The brand sends over a contract, which we read over and I read extremely carefully because I have mm-hmm. I have learned the hard way sometimes that there is some fine print that you got to make sure that you're reading that right. So you sign the con, you approve the contract, you sign the contract, you send it back. They come back with talking points. And mm-hmm. actually, I a lot of the time now I've noticed that if a brand, if I'm iffy on if I want to do it, I'll have them send me the talking points first to see what they want me to say. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, mm, what do you want me to say about this? Like, am I? Because I, if they're gonna force me to say some things, I don't want to say it. I just yeah. want to be able to talk about what I want to talk about with it. So when they send the talking points back, that's when they say they set a date. So they say, okay, so this is what it's going to be. It needs to go live in the first half of April. So you need to send in a draft of the sponsored portion first. Usually, typically this is how it is. Usually you send in the sponsored portion first and you need to send it in by April 4th. We're going to go live on April 8th. So you have a four days and you what I will do is I'll tell them like I have to have a two day turnaround because I don't want a sponsorship to hold me back from actually posting the video. So uh, that's when filming happens. So I will film the sponsorship, follow the talking points, add in all the stuff like the CTA, the call to action, stuff like that. Edit it, send it over to Tracy. Tracy will send it to the brand and then they have 48 hours to review it and come back with the first round of feedback. At that point, they'll say this was good. Make this longer. Cut this out. We don't like this and we want to see the full video. So that's at that point, you edit the entire video, make all the changes and you bring it back for the final review. Obviously, this is a little bit different for each brand, but this is typically how it goes. Mm -hmm. So they'll send it for final review. They'll review it one more time. They'll send it back. They'll say, "Okay, this is approved. Make sure you post it by this time on this date with this link. Let me know when you're live. And then that's when you get to finally post it. When I add to it does not happen that fast. Like this is like over a course of a week or two almost sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And And it depends on what they want you to fix. Yeah. Or if you've done it all right the first time and it's yeah. fine, that's the best because then it gets approved and you're good to go. If you have to like fix a few things that are easy, that's easy. If you have to do complicated fixes, then it's not say, so easy. Sometimes they tell you how you have to refilm. And that is See, the I've never worst. had that yet. I've had it once or twice. And it was like, it, it, I got to a point where I was like, my manager sometimes will even put that into the contract of like no refilms. Like we can't, <laughs> you can't tell us that we need to like refilm the whole thing unless it's like deliberately not following the guidelines. Cause some brands and it, they're also different. Some brands are so chill. They'll prove it right away. They don't even need to see the whole video. Um, but other brands are just like super, super picky. And the hard part is for me, I know at least for me in particular is like if I have a sponsored video, I still post every other day. So that's those are the days where I get stuck editing the entire day because it's like I'm filming this day and editing my regular vlog and I have to edit another vlog to send in for approval. Yeah. You have to like time it right. Right. Because obviously you have to edit a whole sponsored video and send it in before you can even post it. So you still have to stick to your schedule and not get behind because if you're waiting on a sponsored video, sometimes it could take a while to get approved and then you don't have any content. And yeah, Yeah. so it's a a hot mess. I've always been – trying to like stay ahead 
Um, you're good at that. You're yeah. really I good. I mean, at- I'm trying now. I wasn't yeah. good at it before, but now I feel like I'm taking it more seriously, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. What, <laughs> suck, what sucks too is if you have to like refill, like redo something, then you got to go find the fucking shirt that you wore that I've day. Oh that. my God. I just did that. I do that all the time. <laughs> I like just Je- did that. Jessica would come back. She'd be like, oh, we have to like redo this part. And I'm like, that shirt's in the washer. Yeah. <laughs> that has so happened to me so many times. So that's, so that's another that. reason why I just wear a black shirt all the yeah. time. So <laughs> if you're like a real follower and you knew OG. me from way back when I always wore just black shirts. Now I'm yep. back to it again. And honestly, it's <laughs> no convenient logo. because... If we film something on Tuesday, I look the fucking same on Wednesday. Yep. <laughs> there was one day I'm calling you out on this. Oh, God. It was the Valentine's Day video and it was a Kiwico sponsorship and I love them. I actually work with them a lot. And they're I my love Kiwico too. My kids love that shit, are right? Gonna, are you going to what I... Th- Okay, yes and and so the deadline was by a certain date and this month was crazy it was the month that ever or the, yeah evelyn was born Mowgli had to go to the er there was all this stuff happening and then i forgot that their deadline was the first half of the month and so tracy was like you need to fit this into this video chris had shaved his face oh god and so in half of the video his face has facial hair and just for the sponsored portion it's cut <laughs> and you could i didn't tell. even notice oh i'm so glad you said that did you guys notice go comment on my last <laughs> what did happen was though i did not mean to like shave my face i was trimming my beard and i accidentally trimmed without a guard on i no. wasn't i wasn't even paying attention i wasn't even thinking i think i was talking to you and you're as like, i was doing minute. something and like i started at my mustache so like once no. once you do that like you're you're full send gabe has full done that send. where he's like i'm just gonna go trim and he comes out with like nothing <laughs> but a little mustache and i'm like what happened it happens more often than you think <laughs> well just, i know <laughs> and it had to happen on the day that we had to post the sponsorship yeah. i'm like putting rogaine on my face that morning i'm like come on come on come on grow 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 <laughs> so there's definitely times like that but don't definitely don't think that it's just like oh it's a breeze they're just gonna sit here and bullshit and make a ton of money like yeah no it's a it's, it's like it's not the hardest job in the world no you're right but like it there's so much to it there's, there's, so there's pros and cons definitely um but it's you know it's like if you do work a nine to five and you just see your boss roll in on, you know, their $100,000 truck. It's like, you like, oh, they're making all this money. But you don't see what's happening behind the scenes every day. You don't see all the paperwork. Mm-hmm. You don't see all the emails. You don't see all the legwork. You and- know, all the contacts. You know, just everything that happens to make the company run as smooth as it happens yeah. that you see every day. Yeah. That's the one thing that I always say is that I can never clock out. <laughs> I'm right. constantly thinking of the next you're responding creative. to emails in bed at like 3 a.m i'm like dude close your computer and go to sleep yeah and it's like writing a script for talking like putting together talking points that sound not like i'm reading a script like some people and there's no shade everybody does differently but like some people they'll just like read the script mm-hmm. and they'll have like a video overlay of what whatever it's like i try to make it at least decent for you guys to listen to or to watch yeah and make it look like it's actually like a part of our day like oh my gosh conveniently we're sponsored by this product today yeah. wow you know so i try to make it like fun like that but that's that freaking takes a lot of thought it is i mean it's a commercial just like there's commercials on tv right sometimes we have to include commercials within our videos so making that as natural as possible can be difficult depending on like the video that you're filming that day and like what's going on like how are you going to integrate this sponsorship a lot of companies it's either like oh we want it in the first few minutes of the video or you can have it whenever in the video 
I think any brand that I work with recently has been, it has to be in the first half of the video. And a lot of them are, are, it has to start in the first two minutes of the video Mm -hmm. because they want to make sure that people are actually watching it. So it sucks too when you don't even like the camera and you have to do like four takes because you messed up a line or. Oh my gosh, that happens. It's so awkward. It's so awkward talking to a camera, even in your own home. It's awkward. Like I'm not even going to lie. You're getting better at it. I've gotten, I've gotten used to it. It doesn't even phase me in the slightest anymore. (laughs) Gabe's getting better at it too. Whenever I'm on it. Gabe's good at vlogging. Anytime I watch you vlog. I just wish I had more time. Yeah. Like I'm stuck in the situation. Like I want to do more vlogs. Yeah. But I'm stuck working working mm-hmm. but i can't stop i can't stop working right. to focus on vlogs because it just doesn't work it like doesn't that make sense. So, so swipe up on amber's instagram <laughs> yeah like I'm, I'm just stuck in a hard place you know like you know what you should do you should bring a gopro to work just film your day and just stick that thing <laughs> oh i i can't do that <laughs> really if you saw the things that went in there oh, oh my wouldn't. gosh <laughs> wow that makes would, would they scared. like beam you for having a camera oh yeah they would yeah. i can't do it, See, on, do it on your phone. Just, it's like oh, I definitely can't have <laughs> a phone out. <laughs> oh. If we, if we made more money doing social media than Gabe made at his full time job, he would he would be able to go like on call or part time. Yeah, he wouldn't have to have a full time job. But like right now, social media is just not that for us yet. I mean, maybe it will be in the future. Who knows? We love doing it. Like right. we love doing YouTube. We love doing this podcast now, and just me being. Uh, I've been more active on Instagram now. I just love. I I don't know. I love social media at the moment. You're so good at it. Like she runs the Fantastic Four Instagram, and she makes the little like um like remember the sneak merch? Peeks. Yeah, the sneak oh, the peeks. Merch. And the little pages and stuff like that. Like, it's it's just... I try. I enjoy it. Like, I feel like if I wasn't doing social media, I could help somebody run their social media. I wish... I, I think at some point, we should write down a list of all of the things to do for a job. Because I feel like a lot of people, they see like, oh, yeah, she's an influencer. Like, she's yeah. social media. But holy fucking shit. There's, a lot, there's a lot of stuff. And you always have to worry about your engagement. You always have to be posting on your stories. You always have to be looking at those numbers. Because if you don't, then you're not doing good at your job and you won't get paid more because yeah. of it. It is a direct reflection of how much, how successful yep. we're going to be in our job. We have to send our analytics to our manager probably monthly, if not more often than that. So based on, Oh, the, the last seven days, how have your videos done? How has your Instagram done? So we have to send those analytics. Um, I would say like one more once a month, maybe once every couple months, like send your analytics yeah because um, that's how they pitch us to brands is based on our analytics right so it's it's yeah so like our pictures and comment on our <laughs> posts and watch our videos and subscribe we love you so much thanks <laughs> shameless just, just, just to look into what our what our day is like i just think i yeah so anywho what else what other questions you got for us boys we like naturally just kind of talk well about yeah it. no it's just it's just sucks because i'm the one that has the least to say because i'm the one that's around the least yeah yeah so because chris at least lives it every day now he's yeah. home with it and sees the ins and outs and gabe hears sees me it complain. gabe sees it sometimes and gabe does help me like there's he's filmed some sponsorships 
um he's been a part of a lot of things recently so. yes i know chris did his first that was the one where he shaved his face <laughs> everyone loved it though everybody went to my instagram and was like chris did so good with his sponsorship it was so great they probably didn't even know it was me at first because all my <laughs> hair was gone <laughs> I love when you guys are involved with it. It makes it more fun. Everybody loves the boys. They do. Why do you guys like them more than us? <laughs> we put in all the work. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just the eye candy. Oh, Lord. All you women love an asshole, but you secretly want the nice guy. Are you guys the nice guys <laughs> or the assholes? Depends on what day. All right. So on to the next simple question. Yes or no. Do you get paid from Instagram? For sponsorships? Yes. Not just Instagram in general. Instagram is not a monetized platform at this point in time. But isn't it? Is it owned by YouTube? No, Facebook. It's owned by no, Facebook. By Facebook. Okay. Owned by Facebook, yes. Yeah, correct. no, we do not make money. We don't make money from going on live. We don't make money for just posting on Instagram, posting stories. We make money from posting sponsored content on Instagram posts or stories. And how much you post on Instagram, like stories and posts and stuff, and your engagement is a direct reflection of the amount we will get paid through sponsorship. Yep. I was just, I was just going to say, however, the, you yes. know, the engagement that yeah. you do receive does yeah. reflect. Mm -hmm. I should probably engage more. Yeah, because, Gabe uh, is rarely on his Instagram. He rarely posts. Chris I've never posts on his stories. I've posted a lot more recently, and I try to stay active posting on my feed and also on my stories like i try to make my stories really cute by like yeah adding little stickers and stickers and backgrounds and stuff like i try to make it visually pleasing <laughs> um but i've wanted i've actually really wanted to do more on my stories like oh i want to like talk more and show people more of my day but then i'm just like oh, i don't know like it, would it's people so want that <laughs> hard to stay engaged all the time there's days where i'll be really really good and on top of it and then there's days where i'm just like I don't want to get dressed and put makeup on. I know. On. That's I why there's filters. Like, I know, the Filters right? are so cute. I use the filters all the time. I do too, but people keep telling me to stop. I love the filters. <laughs> me too. One thing that I love doing on Instagram stories is Q&As. I absolutely me love too. doing Q&As. And people love the Q&As. I love them. It's so easy to answer. And then yeah. it like covers a lot of bases in a short amount of time. Mm -hmm. I like doing that. I like that TikTok has the Instagram, um, not the Instagram, the Q&A feature now. I have don't you go on that? TikTok. You go on I it mean, though, right? I go on it, but I don't um, have it. I don't yeah. use it. <laughs> so at this point, um, the only monetized platforms that I have anyway, YouTube, TikTok is now monetized. Instagram is not. Facebook can be monetized, but I don't do Facebook monetization um, for videos. I think you can monetize it. Is there anything? Am I missing anything? Not any big so, ones, no. Yeah, TikTok, although it pays almost nothing. <laughs> it's not worth anything hardly. Um, but yeah, YouTube and sponsorships are like the majority of the income. Oh, the podcast. We get a little bit of money for the podcast right yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, because we're just starting out, you know, like we've had a couple sponsorships that we were right. really excited about because we actually really loved the sponsorships that we just had. I always like Skillshare. Yes. And then the usual wines. I'm just good so with So good. Wine. But we also have like the pre-recorded ads that play it's automatically placed pre-roll, mid-roll, and post-roll. So those are like just basic commercials that you would hear like on the radio. And we have no like say. Say. We don't get to choose them. We don't get to choose how many play. I think the max that'll play is two. Okay. Um, 
but like we don't get to choose it and so there there might be a time that a pre-roll or mid-roll or post-roll doesn't play at all it like it all it all just depends but we don't have any say in that Can so. we, fall time is my ultimate favorite time of the year and the fall harvest is officially on with HelloFresh. count on seasonal recipes like pumpkin cinnamon rolls and friends giving ready sides as well as fresh high quality ingredients that travel from the farm to your front door in less than a week. I've been using HelloFresh meal kits for so long, literally like years. I love how fast and easy they make mealtime. My favorite recipe so far, it's called Lemon Tortelloni Palermo, and that is probably my most favorite yet. Fall is busy, but HelloFresh recipes save time that you would be spending meal planning, shopping, measuring, and chopping, which means you can get back to what matters. Enjoy the fall season with HelloFresh. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Fantastic 14 and use code Fantastic 14 for up to 14 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Fantastic 14 and use code Fantastic 14. Put one right here. Amber, place it right here. Place an ad right here. (laughs) (laughs) See if it works. (laughs) So how active do you really need to be on social media to actually make a living? Very. I feel like. I think how how often doesn't matter as much as how consistent. I think consistency Mm -hmm. matters more than how active you are. There's some YouTubers who post like once a week, but they get a whole bunch of views. Right. But they're consistent with the once a week and they're not very active because once a week technically isn't very active. Exactly. That's a good point. So I think consistency matters more. So whatever you say that you're going to do, stick to. Like for me, YouTube is every other. I pretty much stick to that. Sometimes I'll go like two and a half days. I'll post like the next morning instead of the night or whatever. But I typically stay within that like two and a half day time frame. YouTube yeah. or um Instagram. I You really should post on Instagram every day. I do not. I'm just no, too drained to do that. So I, I don't have enough pictures. I know. It's a struggle. <laughs> it's like, why do you like we're running out of pictures of us for the podcast page. Oh, we need to take So more. we have like a layout. I, some Somebody sent me a screenshot and they're like, did you do this on purpose? Yes, there is a layout on our Instagram page. And it's quote, picture, <laughs> sneak peek. Now you have to go look at it and yes. appreciate it. It's Amber put it's into planned, it. but we have like pictures that we post and that's just like random um pictures of us from like our podcast launch pictures our merch merch launch pictures can we do a um, summer session let's do a need, summer session well, we need to take more pictures because i think bitch. i have like a handful of pictures left and then we have no more pictures together bitch okay so we're we taking summer vibes pictures i'm talking hat sunglasses in the pool oh gosh <laughs> She I have to get in the water. Interesting. No, no, no. You don't have to get in the water. You can just be whole, like on a drink, like laying out or something. I don't know, we'll okay. figure it out. We'll figure it out. That I got works. dibs on the floaty. But yeah, okay. I think, I think for the boys. I'll be your floaty. <laughs> oh my god, That's hot. I think for the boys, it's harder for them to be more active on Instagram because they don't take pictures. Yeah, not true. like we do. Absolutely they don't take selfies. Gabe takes a selfie on his birthday and that's about it. <laughs> it's my annual birthday it, selfie and yes. that's what you get out of me. Yeah. Oh my god. I, I find know. it hard enough to post you know every few months so <laughs> yeah they don't they don't take a lot of pictures i'll post on my story if i'm like talking shit yeah you do post on your story <laughs> maybe like once a month you i post was, on your story yeah i was gonna say like if uh, he literally <laughs> posts on his story but yeah i feel like consistency is key i do agree with you on that on the on both instagram aspects and all youtube social media mm-hmm. all social media mm-hmm. you have to be consistent like for me i that's been my biggest problem is staying consistent and so like this is the first year that I've actually stayed consistent. Like I said, I was going to do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And like some weeks aren't Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Some weeks are Tuesday, Wednesday, Saturday. But it's still three days. But it's I still try to do three days a week. Mm-hmm. There yeah. has been some hiccups. But I 
still try to do three days a week at least. Yeah. No, that's... And it's I, gone good so far. I think that matters the most. Since January, I think, right? Yeah, because it was right after Vlogmas, right? I think I've stayed consistent since I'm January. Pretty sure. Which is probably the longest I've ever been consistent on Instagram or YouTube. Girl, we're there. Good job. I'm proud of you. Thank you. So at what point, if YouTube stopped making money, do you think you could retire? Or like stop making revenue. Right. Like at what point would you be comfortable? Like like when would you stop doing it to, you know, rely on it? So I actually have a financial plan set up. I've talked about this briefly throughout a couple like Instagram. I don't focus on it too much, but I mentioned it on my Instagram. I think I mentioned it on YouTube a couple times, but I have like a financial advisor. Finally, it took me many years to finally get one and like have him really help me with this. But I have a 10-year plan set. So if I... Because basically, I don't, who knows with social media, you don't know how long you're going to stay relevant. You don't know how you're going to continue to stay relevant. So I have a plan set up to where um, in 10 years, I can technically retire. Like I would have dispersed my money in such a way that I would be able to survive if I make 10 years of income the way that I'm making it right now, essentially, or to some degree. So um, that's how I have it set up right now. And if you, I highly recommend a financial advisor for anybody who does. Amber, I'm going to get you... I'm going to give you this guy's contact because I got to get to the higher level first. I don't know. I think a financial <laughs> advisor can be helpful like in all. For any I just aspects. I wish I had done it earlier because yeah. he helps me with everything. So basically my accountant, I have an accountant who does my taxes and she recommended the financial advisor to me. And then um, I think he recommended a lawyer to me. And so the three of them work with each other and they wrote up like a contract. They made me like an actual business. They set up investment accounts. They helped me set up accounts for all the kids. So they're the ones that really like got me started on that. They like all the kids have 401ks. I have 401ks. Everybody that works for me has a 401k, which is at this point, my kids and Chris and me. So we actually work, Chris and I work for our business. We don't, we not, we aren't the business. Like we have a business. That I mean, we work also for. fun fact, I'm banging the boss. <laughs> I just, thanks chris to, for that fun fact I, I had to put that in there real quick i think you just surprised the whole world nobody well, knew that nobody knew wow so i mean that's kind of where i'm at i think that's the question that you're asking does that answer the question yes yes <laughs> yeah that. i don't really have an answer to that because i don't make a living from youtube right at the moment right yeah no that yeah. makes sense one day one day maybe i hope we'll get there i'm just gonna be i'm just i'm just gonna take the gamble i'm gonna be a full-time vlogger Chris did. That's what Chris did. Uh, yeah, but I don't think Amber's dad would appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for those of you who don't know, um, we bought a house with my dad. So we all split the mortgage. And my dad actually works the same place as Gabe. I think I said yeah. that last episode and Gabe's like, why are you selling my business? Everybody oh, yeah. knows your business. That's Anyways, <laughs> my dad and Gabe both work at the same place. And so if Gabe's like, oh, I'm not working anymore, my dad would be like, um, yes, you are. <laughs> there's bills that got to be paid. <laughs> Yeah, you definitely have to reach a certain degree before you be Oh, comfortable. yeah, because uh, Gabe's job is security. He knows that he's mm-hmm. going to get a paycheck every week. He knows that his job is going to be there. Right. He's been there for almost five years. Dang. So it's like, it's a job It's job security. And with right. social media, you don't have that yeah. ever. Yeah, yeah but I'm a, there too much. So true. Yeah, but... I work a minimum of 60 hours a week. Like, yeah, l- look true. at, look at David Dobrik. I mean, that's a perfect example, example of like, you have no idea, like you have no idea when your career could just, I mean, I've seen a lot of apology <laughs> videos in the YouTube <laughs> yeah. world lately. James so Charles you ne- just yeah, did one. You never know what's going to happen. Um, so you got to be prepared, have a plan, Yep. have something set up as a, a backup. 
Can we do some sort of scandal where I have to make an apology video? <laughs> they always go viral. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I like I know how to cry. I, know, dude. I, don't, like, I whole, didn't mean it. <laughs> your whole uh, gay experience almost took off. Like Right? I mean I sh- should I apologize for that? That could have been a scandal. Right? <laughs> Are you talking about the chicken kiss? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, people went off on me. Did they? Yeah, they said he cheated on you. Oh, yeah. you did cheat on me. I didn't even read the comments. Yeah, yeah. it's 100% cheated. No. There you go. Apologize for that. Go make your apology video. We're all waiting for you it. Know, go subscribe you know to Fresco hilarious? Fam. It would just like connect it, make a full circle as if you still talk to that guy. <laughs> I'm <laughs> right? actually seeing him still to this day. We still play I told you. every now and we then. Opened a, I told you we opened a bed and breakfast. So. <laughs> yeah. No, That's I 100% funny. think that you cheated on me. I don't think it matters. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not apologizing for that. Just do it for the vlog. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's get into the last part of this episode and just dive right into the pants, right in the zipper (laughs) and go for the tip. That was hot. I'm a little uncomfy. (laughs) It's Chris and I's new thing. All right. So let's hear. I have no idea what it is. Who's ready for the tip? This is a good one, guys. They don't know. I'm the only one who who has read this, Ooh, so it comes I'm with pre-cum. I'm pretty excited. Chris, oh. there's the 21 and up he was talking about. <laughs> okay, so do you remember a couple weeks ago the tip that we had, um, where she was asking how to get her family to accept her baby daddy that they aren't together, that he's yes. abusive, narcissistic, they have two kids, and and how they're good friends, all of that. Well, she sent another tip. Oh boy, mm, she said. Just found out I'm pregnant with my ex's <gasps> kid. <gasps> oh. We have two kids together. How am I supposed to tell my family I got pregnant by him again without them hating him more? I was on birth control and we used a condom. Just a really fertile person, I guess. Wait. Whoa. How do you get pregnant with a condom? Well, maybe first they, of all, maybe there's not 100%. Whole, yeah. It could have been improperly improperly put on. Wait, was this or... one? Can you reread the first the for the newer people who didn't hear listen to that episode? Read the first one. Okay, so the first tip that we answered, if you guys didn't hear from the tip her. from a couple weeks ago, it was how do I get my family to accept my baby daddy? We aren't together. He was abusive and narcissistic when we were together. We have two kids. He's been super supportive for us. We are good friends like Jess and Gabe, but my family hates that the kids see him. If you guys want to hear our tips, that's from and now, a couple episodes ago. And now she's pregnant <laughs> with her ex's kid. Dang. And they already have they already Girl. have two kids together. And how is she supposed to tell her family when they hate him? Well, oh my god. I mean, okay, you okay. know what? That that's you know okay. That's actually I feel like this is an easy one. Okay. Um, so it's you know, you're already committed to somebody for you know, basically the next 20 years of your life, the next two decades, like you're True. there, you're stuck. Yep. You already okay? have kids. Why, why would you want to just, you know, go messing around with some random person? And then now you have two custody schedules. Like True. in her defense, that probably was the smartest move to just, you know, hook up with the ex. <laughs> it sounds like a shitty situation from the perspective of her parents not liking him. But longevity and just like dealing with headache, <laughs> like honestly, he like he was unfortunately he was like the best choice. You're stuck with yeah. them anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, I kind of have the same father. I kind of see it as a blessing in disguise because you it kind of gives him a second chance to prove what he is now, you know? Yeah. Dealing with her pregnancy and exactly. He's there for her so death. if the family is willing to see how he is with this and everything, maybe it'll work out for the best. 
but how yeah. does she tell them that's the thing it, but if they can't accept i mean that's their grandchild and, and it's and, your body and that's it's, their their father and yeah. if they can't accept that what else can you do you really can't do anything right yeah. and and at the at the end of the day you're an adult and you make adult decisions and they cannot they, they can either choose to accept you and accept like that part of your life or they can just not and that's yeah. their choice not your choice you shouldn't have to worry about what you're a parent like you're a grown adult you know yeah. you obviously are making grown de- adult decisions like that's fine don't let they shouldn't have an opinion like okay obviously like yeah they'll They'd probably be opinion. like what the fuck yeah. they're gonna have an opinion everybody has an opinion yeah i wonder too like is she dependent on her parents i don't um, think so don't it doesn't sound like it, doesn't, it. Yeah. yeah i mean if if not you know i mean then you know how many how many Your in-laws body. do not like you know the significant other yeah. it's everywhere see but if she's living with them with her parents that might be tougher yeah 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 if there's if there's some sort of dependency with her parents that could make it more difficult to honestly i think it would just take your parents some time to compose themselves like they'll probably be upset at first but like pregnancy is a long time so they they'll have a long time to kind of like realize hey like this is my grandchild and this is his or her father and there's nothing we can't change that you know her body her choice i was gonna say you know what let's let's like throw why doesn't she throw the ball into his court and get him to like sit down with her parents oh apologize for all this shit that he did (gasps) you know just like you know say hey you know i i I need you to man up yeah Yeah, i i fucked up i was scared having whatever the case was you know just sit him down and be like look i'm i'm here for it and let me show you. Yep. I think they'll respect him more. That's a good yeah. idea. Try to make him do it. Yeah. Try to make him set them down yeah. and just be like, look, we made it. But I think I, I see the point that you were trying to make now earlier, Chris, was that like at least she wasn't going around, which I right. think if that's her choice, if she, she can go uh, sleep around with whoever she wants to sleep around. If she's not in a relationship. Yeah. Obviously, it sounds like she was trying to be careful. You know? Yeah. I think it's her choice who she's going to sleep with. But you do have an, a, a point in that like you're if you're woman has needs we've all got our needs like you might as well have dad come over to the house and with what you know not yeah. not bring other people over or be right. out, you know like i i get you like your needs were met and now you're in an uncomfy situation but you'll you'll figure it out yeah have him apologize and sit him down because it takes two to tango yep he and should he's your kid's father he should be able to man up and i mean obviously an, another kid is a big deal but it could be worse it could be some random dude's kid and you could come home and be like uh i don't know whose it is i don't know his name that's a little dramatic but <laughs> i'm just saying, like it could definitely be worse yeah, yeah. it could most be worse. definitely that's it for today's episode don't forget to like and rate our podcast and turn on those notifications you know you want to hear from us yeah you do Make sure to follow us on Instagram at fantastic for official where we post continuous updates. We want to hear your feedback, comments, and topic suggestions. And that's where you can reach us. You also have an option to support our podcast by clicking the link in the description of every episode. Farewell from your favorite foursome. And until next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Peace out.